Hey, this is Dave. And this is Jen from SprayPal, and we have another lovely episode of Cloth Diapers Made Easy podcast for you today. Um, so I was in Denver earlier this month. Right now, for those of you who are listening, it is actually June. It's Father's Day. Oh, man, it Happy is Father's, Father's Day. Father's Day to you. I don't think we're literally in our pajamas. We've just woken up. Um, we leave with our daughter for Europe today. And so it's been a kind of a, a madhouse around here, just getting ready and packed and setting everything up for Ryan, who, you know, has special needs. And we have his nurses coming and he's, his grandma and grandpa are staying with him. So it's been chaotic. But yeah, happy Father's Day. Thank you very much. <laughs> and we knew we had to get these intros recorded before we left this afternoon. So we got up early. We have our coffee, and here we are. We're recording intros and ads and things like that to get things lined up so that they can get edited and published while we're abroad. So Sounds like a plan. Let's get it done. Yeah, so that's called batch, batch work right here. This is the classic. So we're trying really hard not to wake the kids so that we can get a lot done on this lovely Father's Day. And um, we hope that you guys are enjoying your Father's Day wherever you are, although it won't be Father's Day anymore when you're listening to this. But in the meantime, we have a very special episode for you guys today. I was in Denver. You know, the last episode we shared, or episode seven, was our interview with David Merrill from Thirsties, which was super fun. Also, did I tell you the first time I posted it, it was like cut in half, like only the first half of the episode <laughs> posted and one of our listeners emailed me or sent me a message. She's like, as soon as I posted it, she listened right away. She's amazing. And she was like, I think your thing is cut off. <laughs> and sure enough. Rookies. Yeah. Obviously, we are not experts over here. Um, I follow the home edit on Instagram, and they're hilarious. They're local to us. Um and they they have these shirts called Surviving Not Thriving. And I'm like, that's me and my podcast. Don't don't tell the sponsors. <laughs> so, anyways, today we have a great episode for you guys. We can only get better as we go, right? We're learning yeah. as we go. Um, we while I was in Denver, we did an interview also with Julie Ekstrom from Kanga Care. So they are another Denver-based cloth diaper brand, which is awesome. There's so many there's so many baby brands in general out in Denver. It's kind of like this breeding ground for um, baby products. It's weird. But um, so I sat with, uh, sorry, I sat with Julie from Kanga Care. And to be honest with you all, we sat in a hallway at the Prego Expo after it was over. So you might hear some funny like cuts and edits and things like that or some talking in the background because there were people walking in the halls by us in this expo. It was the convention center, Colorado or Denver convention center. And, um, it was kind of busy and we tried to find a quiet place, but it was tricky. So don't mind that, but definitely tune in and listen. We have a great interview with Julie. You get to hear the ins and outs of how Kanga Care got started so many years ago and where they're heading for the future and her thoughts on the cloth diaper industry and everything like that. So, Without any further ado, here we have Kanga Care. Hey everyone, it's Jen Apriya from Spray Pal, and I'm here 
still in Denver. Like my last three podcast interviews have been in Denver, which is awesome. We're still here for the Prego Expo. And so if you hear any noise, it's the people walking by because it just ended. <laughs> There's like crowds of people going by. We tried to find a quiet corner. But I'm here with Julie Ekstrom from Kanga Care. And um, their business, their cloth diaper brand is based here in Denver. So um, let me let her say hi and introduce herself. Hello, I'm Julie from Kinga Care, and yes, so we are here in Colorado. Uh, we're in Golden, which is actually about 10 minutes away from where we're here at the Prego Expo, and yeah, I've been here my whole life, and so now we've got the company set up over in Golden, and it's just a nice little cozy town. Cool, so what, um, what inspired you to start Kinga Care? Did it start as Kanga Care or Rumparoos? So it started as Rumparoos okay. because um, we, it was the diaper first. So this whole company was never the intention. Um, when my second daughter was born, she was sensitive. She was has really sensitive skin and reacted to the chemicals and disposables um, that were causing like chemical burns. Mm-hmm. So we started cloth diapering um, pretty quickly found that we couldn't find the right combination of fit well and also was absorbent enough or didn't have like weird leaks. Mm-hmm. So I started making the diapers for her. And what year was this? This was 2006. Okay. So I started making them for her and then over the course of about six months kind of got ingrained in the community of cloth diapering. Mm-hmm. Uh, found more moms that were cloth diapering and that's when um, the interest in the diapers that I was making for Autumn started to grow. So I started making them with inner gussets to, mm-hmm. co- you know, to combat the explosions going out the legs and up the back, mm-hmm. and that was kind of what caught, you know, like the eye of other moms that were cloth diapering. Mm-hmm. So that was back when diaper swappers was kind of a um, a big community for cloth diapering and the chat boards and community and everything. So I had a few moms that started kind of spreading the word, and I started getting a lot of orders. And that was actually when I decided to name the diapers. So first we named the diapers because I'm like, well, if people are going to buy them, I have to have, like, a name for them. (laughs) So we named them. And then um, after about another six months, it was kind of like, okay, so this is rolling. We've got stores that started contacting us, wanted to know how they could order them. Mm -hmm. And forming Kanga Care kind of happened at the same time that we started outsourcing our manufacturing. So it was kind of hand in hand. So you were sewing everything yourself? Yeah. Like you? So I sewed everything for the first year and I made diapers for the first two years. So when we go back and count it, I made just a little over 2,200. Oh my gosh. By hand, like in my living room. Um, Chad put all the snaps on everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people realize they see these big brands nowadays, Mm -hmm. like, well, over 10 years later. Well, and it's so different now because now you can kind of just find somebody who makes nearly anything that you mm-hmm. want to buy and right. you're like I'm gonna stick my name on it yeah and now I have one yeah and you know back when we started out it was like yeah I'm like I have a product that you know now I have to find somebody else who can make it how I make it yeah and was that you know, hard was that a hard process it was just there was not the network that there is online right now yeah so it was literally the yellow pages oh my gosh opening up the yellow pages. Was this before the internet? <laughs> it was not before the internet, but it was before you could really get online and like try and Google and find. Because a lot of these companies, these cut and sew businesses, mm-hmm. didn't have websites. They okay. weren't online. Mm-hmm. So when we found our first place in Denver, it was open up 
the white pages, the yellow pages, literally look for cut and sew. And then from there, it was just kind of once we got into purchasing the materials and the thread, because we had to buy everything and have it sent to our uh-huh. cut and sew place. And then you start talking like, you know, hey, you know, person I'm buying all my material from, what other, you know, <laughs> manufacturers here, you know, do you send this material oh, to? to find so you start, or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Start building a list of. That's really cool. So it was all word of mouth networking kind yep. of stuff. Now you just get online and like, like <laughs> in like websites. 10 minutes you could probably find 500 places How to make a diaper. Funny. What were you doing for work before you started Rumpleroos? My background is in graphic design. So my degree is graphic design with a specialization in digital media. Basically everything you know that we've been able to do with Kanga Care, we've really done ourselves. Like our website... All of our marketing, advertising, because that's my background, that's almost where, you know, when it comes to, like, designing the diapers and the product, that's what I love doing. But then next in line is, like, all the marketing and advertising and creating all of um, the digital media. a business, like, behind the scenes even. That's amazing that you have that background. That's super helpful, I bet. It's it's saved us a lot of money. Yeah. (laughs) It saved us a lot of money. A lot of DIY in the small (laughs) business world here. What happened after, okay, so Rumpa-Roo's took off that Mm -hmm. was your baby and then how did it expand from there so the next diaper that came along was the little joey okay and i started making those when i was pregnant with sebastian okay so it kind of happened um hand in hand i had a mom who contacted me and um she had cancer and she was going to go into chemotherapy and they knew that they were going to deliver when she was 36 weeks oh my god so she wanted to cloth diaper from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry. I know. Um, and so um, she contacted me, and I literally had kind of already been working on a newborn diaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a newborn, and so I bought one of those, like, life-size, like, little anatomically correct, like, creamy dolls. dolls. Yeah. And um, I made the pattern for the little Joey based off of that little doll. Mm-hmm. And so I made her a set of 24. Mm-hmm. And so... Gave those to her, and then I made a set for myself for Sebastian, Mm -hmm. not thinking that anybody was ever going to want these because newborn diapers get used for you know a short amount, a few weeks to a couple months, and um, still there's a lot of work that goes into them because they still have the inner gussets Mm -hmm. and all the detail. It's just a smaller, yeah, equally as yeah, (laughs) equally as complicated diaper to make. So after Sebastian was born, we already you know were in stores and had retailers and. They just kind of caught wind again, mm-hmm. and stores were like, we want that newborn diaper. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of step two. That went into production. And from there, it just was a lot of listening to our customers and what they wanted. Next was covers. We came out with the one size and the newborn cover. Mm-hmm. Wet bags, pale liners, you know, all the stuff you're going to need. Yeah. Um, as we started building a fan base, we had customers who were like, you know, we're so brand loyal, but you don't have a wet bag. So it's yeah. like, okay, we have to give our fans a wet bag right so and then they get it in all your prints that they love yep. yep that's really cool hey guys quick little ad interruption here i wanted to share with you a great resource for anyone who is interested in switching over to reusable menstrual products if you have not checked out put a cup in it yet you definitely should um, it's run by my friends Kim and Amanda, and they were actually big in the cloth diapering industry and blogged all about their cloth diapers. But um, 
they switched over to menstrual products as their kids grew out of diapers, and they have an amazing resource. I mean, these guys have been interviewed by the BBC, by various internet wonderful resources out there, so they're definitely making the word mainstream. Um, they are vagangelists, as they say. <laughs> And if you go to putacupinit.com, they actually have a really handy quiz you can take and see based on your survey answers or your quiz answers, you can find out which menstrual cup would be the best one for your body type for you to try out. I switched to a cup years ago after my second baby was born and it was life-changing. It's seriously amazing. And you might even see me on one of their videos. I am the world-famous heavy flow girl. <laughs> so I'm really loving the resources that they're putting out there. They have great YouTube videos, everything else. So go check them out at putacupinit.com. Well, I have to say, from a newborn perspective, um, my son was in the NICU seven months, and we used little Joey's when he was big enough. Because he had yeah. to start with, like, the tiny, tiny happy heinies. Oh, yes. Because he was Like the pound. little micro preemie yeah, ones? Exactly. Yeah, But as soon as he was about six months, we switched to little <laughs> oh. Joey's, and we just loved them. So that was good to have. We were glad you had them. <laughs> That's so awesome. After all the covers, you guys have a whole line of fitteds now, too. Is that... Yeah, so after covers and some of, like, the accessories, wet bags, pant liners, we started getting into the fitteds. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we had the covers, and the next question was from customers, like, well, what do we use the covers over? Oh, we don't yeah. want to use, like, the pre-folds. And mm -hmm. uh, it's like, well, you can use them over fitteds. And, again, I had already been making some. Oh, and so for you? It was, for your personal? Yep, and I think okay. by now it was actually for Quentin. I kind of had these little fitteds that I was using personally, and we kind of did the same thing, kind of got back into making a few by hand again uh, to fill, you know, some short orders for some oh, customers wow. who were, like, really wanting them, and then we also put them into production at the same time. Okay. So that's when we launched our first line of EcoPosh, which is a little bit different than the one we have right now. Our first one was bamboo fleece on the inside, and mm -hmm. now we have um, the organic cotton and bamboo velour. So, soft. so yeah, oh really stretchy, really soft, yeah. and the outer material that you know they're not waterproof, right. so you have to have either a cover or like a wool cover. Mm -hmm. The outer material is a PET, okay. So it's a recycled water bottle. Oh wow! Uh, recycled water bottle and organic cotton blend. That's so cool. each diaper is roughly seven water bottles recycled oh into the fabric. That's amazing. What has been? Let's ask this then, because you guys have such a wide range of products, and you've been in the industry for. A long time and um, what would you say has been the biggest change that you've noticed in the world of cloth diapers since you first started there's so many things I know. <laughs> so cloth diapering has definitely crawling out from the little hole that it was hiding in mm -hmm. but more and more parents are aware that it's a real option mm -hmm. so now when they're pregnant and they're researching what stroller and what car seat if they're going to cloth diaper or disposable diaper is now that decision's out there on yeah. the plate and it's not something that we necessarily have to say like did you know because yeah. a lot of them already do in the world of cloth diapering on its own there's just there, there's always some like new little nuance to it right now I feel like just rapid fire prints yeah. Whereas when we very first started, we were like we were one of the very first companies that had prints, right. which was really 
um, we had prints because it was something I couldn't find. Yeah. So we came out with a full rainbow, uh-huh. and we came out with a full line of prints. Okay. And um, we had those standard prints mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. We had like eight prints, and that's just what it was. The same prints. Yeah, the same prints. And it was, I mean, that's, everybody was like, oh my gosh, prints. And yeah. we were the only brand that had prints for right. a really long time. Wow. And then over the last maybe like two or three years, mm-hmm. um, as other brands have really gotten into making prints, mm-hmm. then it's just, it's become like a whole world of yeah. prints and like what new print is happening this week right and so like literally this week every yeah. week there's something new I, and sometimes it's like multiple brands yeah. every week right so i think that's probably the biggest change that i've changed that i've seen mm-hmm. is um just the demand i mean the demand has definitely increased mm-hmm. and rapid fire prints right <laughs> yeah no i i see the same thing that's funny um, so when a parent is coming to you for cloth diapering advice, what's your number one tip that you give someone just starting? So the very first thing everybody wants to know is, um, you know, what do you do with the poop? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we kind of tackle that piece first and just let them know that um, modern style cloth diapers are not scary and they're not kind of what everybody's thinking of Um, and the laundry aspect is really just like another load of towels Mm -hmm. they're very simple they're very easy to clean Um, most are high performance materials now so it's not a messy scenario like a lot of people have in their head and I think once they can touch them and feel them Mm -hmm. and see them it makes a big difference as well Um, but yeah the number one tip would be just to you know, get your hands on one because yeah. I feel like that's kind of the aha moment where mm-hmm. parents can hold it and they're like, oh, this is, I can do this. It takes a little anxiety away when you see it's not mm-hmm. that complicated, it's not going to be that gross. Yeah, yep. totally. Very cool. So what do you see? Are there any, like, hints you can give us about <laughs> anything coming in the works for Kanga Care? What do you see in your guys' future? We have a lot coming the rest of this year. It's all going to start hitting in about let's say about a month okay and then so we, right now it's the first weekend of june uh-huh. just, okay when we're yep. recording so yes. when this goes live it'll be a month from the first weekend of june yep <laughs> so we've got we've got a couple collaborations a couple new collaborations oh, cool. coming up we've got um we've got an expansion in our obv line Ooh. we've got a bunch of new prints we have another retailer exclusive series oh, coming cool. up so we did peter pan yeah, last that was year so cute so we've got another series, and this series, I think, actually has five prints to oh, it because wow. we couldn't decide. Oh, my gosh. I can't tell you the theme, but oh, we did have a really see. hard time deciding oh, on, my like, goodness. which ones to do. Yeah. Uh, we've got some non-cloth, or, like, some non-diapering products coming, too. Oh, wow. So, well, yeah. Actually, those are going to hit first. Those will hit in, like, the next couple weeks. So you guys are big on collaborations. Like, I've seen you guys have done stuff with um, Lilla Baby, right, mm-hmm. and Jujubee. Yeah. Like, a lot of the baby wearing uh, diaper bag companies and you guys are big with Tokidoki. Right? Yeah, so Tokidoki was our first licensing and we were introduced to Tokidoki through Jujubi. Okay. So we had done a couple of prints with Jujubi the summer before uh-huh. um, and they introduced us over to the folks at Tokidoki, which I was familiar with like their little figures yeah. and, from my kids and so it was like that was kind of a really exciting moment for me because I was a huge fan of theirs mm-hmm. and to be able to put the you know their prints on our product was yeah. like this is awesome that's really cool and then we've done we have a couple um partnerships we haven't done anything with so those will be coming up uh, but we did care bears last year that for the so 35th anniversary yeah. 
and um, we do have another care print coming. Oh, really? So that I can Ooh, tell you. Yay! So yeah, and this one's the last year was um, kind of your you know your very cartoony classic, classic. what you see. That's what I loved. And then, I'm a child of the '80s. Yep. The next one that's coming is more of like a watercolory. Oh my gosh. And it looks oh, like wait. it looks literally like it was on a blanket from when you were like four years that's old. That's adorable. So, yeah. I can't wait to see it. Why don't you tell us like your social media and your website where people can find you? So our website is at kangacare.com okay. and on Instagram it's Kanga Care. Okay. Uh, Twitter is Rumparoos. I think there's a Kanga Care one also, but the Rumparoos was around first. So oh, okay. it's the one that we keep active. Mm-hmm. Facebook is Rumparoos. Okay. So just Facebook slash Rumparoos. And you guys have a chat group on Facebook. Yes, we have a closed group on Facebook, which is nice because uh, when our families join, they like to share pictures, and you don't have to worry about that kind of just being out there in the open. It's all a closed community. Cool. And you have, like, customer service people in there that help with troubleshooting, but it's a lot of social stuff, too. It is. um, So we have our customer services in there pretty much night and day, and we have our moderators. So if you have a question and you go in there and you ask it, you literally, within a minute, you'll see, like, the little – typing bubble pop up that somebody's like answering your question so it's really active and everybody's really knowledgeable and it's a lot of fun because everybody is in the same boat you are yeah well thank you again and we can't wait to see all the new stuff coming from kanga care and rumparoos really soon and thank you all for listening and joining we'll see you next time 